shit. Hello. Hey. Oh welcome God. back. Welcome back to 30 Dirty and Dying. I'm Clarissa. I'm Courtney. And we're still here. Still kicking. Rocking and rolling and crying. What? Oh. I cried today. Yeah, I was, I coughed really hard. Yeah, too, I, I choked on granola. <laughs> and then I just yes. like crying. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back. Dirty, dirty, and dying. This is our last episode of November. Whoa. We, sometimes on the show, you guys know, we like to relive um, movies and TV shows from the past. millennial youth. Yep. Um, the golden ages. And we wanted to relive Lizzie McGuire. So that's what we did. Uh, we didn't watch like all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we kind of picked and choose, chose. Pick and choose. Chose, I guess. We kind of jumped around and watched some iconic moments. And we're just going to talk about it. There's a specific moment I want to talk about. We will talk about it. We are going to we are gonna get all up in it. Mm. Yeah. But first. Back in time. All right. Where are we, Courtney? 2001. Ooh, we've talked about 9-11 before and its impact on the culture and we talk about it a lot. I really don't want to dwell on 9-11 today. We always, everyone dwells on 9-11 except for people who were born after 9-11 and have no fucking idea. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I don't know if I'd say they have no fucking idea. Well, no, because they're going to learn it in history books. Which is, that's the crazy part. Like, I lived it, right? But they're going to learn about it in history like I learned about the Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. I, would, yeah, I would have picked something closer than the Civil War. I don't know, it just seems like I a feel long like time it's, ago. it's probably how, like, my, not my dad, but, like, my... World War II. Is that close enough? I that. Oh. I was going to say, like, my grandmother, like, maybe how she felt when I was, like, reading in the history books about, like, JFK getting assassinated. Uh, like, okay. she was a, she was, like, an adult. My grandma was born in 43, so, like, the war was almost over. Yeah, my girl was born in 41. Okay, so, like, she had more wartime. Not much. Not knowledgeable wartime. Yeah, she was a child. Uh, baby. Toddler. Yeah. 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 Um, it ended in 45, so. Uh, so, I mean, she was four. Yeah. That's not memorable. Maybe not, but I wasn't, maybe not, but then I wasn't that old when 9-11 happened. I was seven. So, like, I was and 10. I remember a lot. I remember a lot. Anyways, what else happened? <laughs> you know what's funny? What? Oh, actually, Other none of it's not funny. not 9-11. But just, like, the fact that it happened on 9-11, right? And then 11, it's two towers. You know what I was going to say? What? what? I think, not that. But, um, but like 911. Yes. That's emergency. That's calling. the one I always think about. Yeah, 911, 911. Anyway, you want to some music that was really popular? Yeah, please tell me music. Yeah, um, so I really think this, I was looking at the Billboard Top 100 list last night, mm-hmm. and I really think this might be one of the best years of, of music, music ever. In our, in our, Millennial, millennial generation. Lifetime, timeline. Yes. Okay. I really do. Because, like, let me just... I'm just going to pick around, okay? Tell me. Number one, Hanging by a Moment by Lifehouse. An amazing song. Mm-hmm. Okay? Drops of Jupiter by Train. Okay? Classic. Yes. Uh, I'm Real by Jennifer Lopez. The one she with Ja Rule. Hang on. It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. Oh, shit. Shaggy. It's been a while. It's been a while. Survivor. Destiny's I'm a Child. survivor. Yep. I'm gonna make it. Follow Me by Uncle Cracker. Remember that fucking guy? Maybe. You do. Okay. Lady Marmalade. <laughs> Love Don't Cost a Thing. Also Love by Jennifer Lopez. Family Affair by Mary J. Blige. Butterfly by Crazy Town. You know that song. 
Come, my lady. Come, come, come my lady. lady. You're my butterfly. Sugar, Sugar baby. baby. Yeah. Yeah. With arms wide open. <laughs> With arms wide open. Oh, yeah. Kryptonite. If I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? I actually listened to that the other day. I listened to it a lot. Uh, (laughs) Bootylicious. Oh, shit. The ass-riding pants were very popular. Yeah, I had to have an ass-riding pants pants. They are. Yeah. I mean, when I was older. Yeah. Like, it was still, like, kind of in style when I was in middle school. Mm -hmm, And, like, I got, like, off-brand I was just trying to if find you wore them. fit in the early 2000s, okay? Yeah, I feel that. Yep. <laughs> Some more songs. Oh, this is the one that I really... I, it's 99 on the top 100 list, which I feel like is a tragedy. Okay. Hero by Enrique Iglesias. I can be your hero, baby. Did you see the video of him, like, humping the ground at a concert recently? Yes. I see most things Enrique Iglesias does. It's the early 2000s in me. Yeah. Anyway, so that was some great. I th- but like, how many great that's a lot songs of, were on that? That was a lot of great songs. Great ass, bootylicious. Mm-hmm. There's some great bootylicious songs. And I can be your hero. Can uh, you kiss away the pain? Oh, yeah. I will stand by you forever. You can take my bread away. Bread? It's kind of how it sounds. Breath? Yeah, I know, but it sounds like he says bread. Okay, he says no one pants. better take my fucking bread away. No. Just I'm like, want some more bagels. <laughs> um, would you like to know one of the biggest releases ever? Sure. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. The beginning of an era for me, ladies <clears throat> and gents, and non-binary fans. I specifically remember in elementary school, mm-hmm. the like fifth graders put on um like a like Our a little, house. No, that was way, way after that. Um, like put on a play essentially for everyone else and it was harry potter yeah well then it was like cute and fun and then it got it was before it got dark right harry potter i was so obsessed with the idea of watching harry potter as a youngin my mom didn't want to let me because well you know she's wizards jesus is king and uh she was like witchcraft is a sin um and no and i was so bummed out and trying to figure out how as a fucking five-year-old i was gonna do it anyway um and then we went to see my aunt, and my aunt really saved me on this because my she was letting my cousin watch it, and I was like, I really want to watch it. My mom was all no, whatever. And my aunt goes, okay, if you're not gonna let her watch it, then when you go home, you need to throw out all of her Disney VHS tapes, Cinderella, Snow White, they're all magic. So uh, if you're not gonna let her watch this, you can't let her watch those. And my mom was like, she you got have caught. a point. Yep, you she have got a caught. point. And uh, I will forever be grateful for that aunt doing that and pointing out the hypocrisy of not letting kids watch Harry Potter for that dumbass reason. And guess who watched Harry Potter that afternoon? This bitch. But you know what? Amazing movie that really is that speaks to me. This is going to be ridiculous. But also speaks to a generation. Shrek. That's better than I thought it was going to be. I really thought it was going to be some really big Shrek shit. came out in 2001. It really did change some things. It was a big it was a big cultural moment. Yeah. I mean, where would we be without that weird Shrek kissing TikTok filter? I don't know. <laughs> These are unprecedented times. Hey, thanks for listening to 30 Dirty and Dying, the show for millennials by millennials. We get real about chronic illness, burnout, nostalgia, and why we aren't exactly thriving. If that sounds like you, join us every Thursday for new episodes. Now, back to the show. So what else came out, though, in 2001? Monsters, Inc.? No. What are we talking about today, Corey? Oh, shit! (laughs) 
<laughs> Lizzie McGuire came out in 2001. It did. Lizzie McGuire. <sighs> An iconic iconic disney channel show in the early 2000s like quintessential y2k i will say i remember watching it and being very obsessed with it as you know as a kid I of loved course the show. yep it was something like watching it now and watching it then mm-hmm. um i remember as a kid really being like they look so cool and so grown up and i can't wait to be in middle school because then i will look so cool and so grown but up. But that was the style then. No, it wasn't about their clothes. I mean, uh, some of it was. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It was about their clothes, but it was the whole thing. I was like, they look like teenagers. Yeah. And I watched it. I watched it. They're fucking infants. <laughs> They're so little. They're like, Yeah, but that's kids. what we looked like then. I know. But there's something in the water now because middle schoolers do not look like no. that now. I will say, though, I'm not trying to be weird or creepy or anything, but there is a big difference. Like, you can tell they were just, like, growing up. Yeah. From season one to two, though, because they look more like actual teenagers. Right. Um, so, accurate, I'd say. Big jumps. I I feel like, I think what I liked most about this, especially, like, kind of rewatching it, yeah. is a lot of shows make the parents stupid. Yeah, and they weren't. But they weren't. No. They were smart. They were, like, respectful. Mm-hmm. Like, they were good parents, which yeah. I didn't have. Um, <laughs> but, like... It was way more realistic of a family. It really was. It wasn't like, they weren't like these rich people that just like got everything. They weren't like stupid parents. They weren't like in these crazy dramatic. No, it was just like regular It was just life. regular just life. kids and. and going just, to school. And yeah. having friends and having crushes and going through. And it wasn't like, like obviously there were like bullies and stuff like that. But yeah, it wasn't. some real shit. But yeah. they didn't like. Like, when I think of it being, like, a little bit too much, I think yeah. of shit like Full House. Like, I'm sorry. People are going to get mad at me. I don't really like Full House. I like Full House. I, it's fine. Like, I appreciate them so They're not going to have those heart-to-hearts every day. No. And it's like, when stuff does happen, it's so dramatic. Yeah. It's, everything's so dramatic and always goes back to, like, my mom is dead. Which I know you can appreciate, but you laugh about it. They were like, <laughs> the whole time. It was just, like... I don't know. It was just hard. It was very too, too much. Right. Like a little bit too Hallmark for me. Whereas with Lizzie McGuire, I think it was, they dealt with some serious shit. Yeah. But it wasn't like laid on so thick that you couldn't relate to it. Right. It was a very relatable show. Yes. Especially as a middle schooler going into high school. Yeah. And like watching it now, I can see that it really was relatable. Yeah. Because like I can see it with a good perspective. Like obviously then... You, you think it is. It's still cringy and still like, uh, maybe, but like. You, it's hard to tell if it's like really relatable like then. Because, I mean, it feel, everything feels super relatable. But looking at it as an adult now, it really was. I mean, yeah. it was like a, the real experience of like growing up and, and you know, puberty and all that kind of stuff. And they talked about it and it was it was good. Yeah. And I liked it. I liked rewatching it an awful lot. Um, I took some notes. <gasps> tell me your notes. Because um, well, then, then I'll get into... Well, first, before I go into my notes. Okay. Obviously, Lizzie McGuire is queen. Queen. But who are some other favorite characters and why? I'll go first. You go first. My, I think my favorite character... Maybe even more favorite than Lizzie McGuire. Oh, shit. I love Miranda. And I loved Miranda then. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to be Miranda. And I still do. <laughs> I still want to be Lillane. I love her. Um, She's so cool. And her outfits were the best i could see you being miranda yeah and i could i'm the i'm the lizzie to your miranda yeah miranda was like an alternative fashion queen yeah 
and I aspire to be that still, just like fatter, you know? <laughs> we should be fat Lizzie and Miranda. <laughs> Halloween next year. Perfect. That Lizzie Miranda. If you guys want to see it, tell us. <laughs> Anyways, it, who were some of your other favorites? I obviously, I had a crush on Gordo, but who didn't? Did you? Yeah. I don't think I ever had a crush on Gordo. Really? He was just a good kid. Mm-hmm. And I always liked him, but I don't know if I had a crush on him. Yeah, I mean, I obvi- I had a crush on everyone, so let's be honest. Yeah. I probably had a crush on both Gordo and Ethan. Although that guy plays dumb good. Oh, yeah. I did. I do, like, okay. Now... I think I appreciate Kate more mm-hmm. because like, yeah, she was the bully. So like, I don't, I don't think I ever really liked her back no, when I, I watched it, but like, you can really like see like her, how insecurities. insecurities like overcompensating why she's acting the way that she yeah. is. So like, I really feel for Kate now. Yeah. Cause you know, if she was a real person, she peaked in high school and now I know how sad that is. Hey everyone. It's Tyler Woodkowski, the publisher at Tea with Coffee Media. Tea with Coffee Media is a team of indie authors, designers, and editors who have a goal of helping indie authors make their dreams become a reality. Our modest press has aspirations to help as many indie authors succeed as possible. Not only do we offer publishing services, and yes, we are open for submissions, but we offer editing, marketing, and book cover design services at an affordable price to all indie authors. Visit us online at teawithcoffee.media. To learn more about our services. So I remember when I was a kid watching this. Okay. When she was trying out for uh, like the ribbon dancing. Okay. I was like, this is the most magical. She's so good. It was such a good routine. And I watch it now. I'm like, this is fucking trash. (laughs) So it was rhythmic gymnastics. Oh, yeah. By the way, I don't think is real. It is real. Is it? Yeah. Fuck me up. I can't imagine how. Um, Obviously. No, but they, I remember that too. I remember Like, I remember being like this crazy and they're all like sitting like, oh my God. She's literally just like. She's just twirling her, I almost said broom. What? Well, that'd be better. (laughs) I also, I will say this is one where I, I totally want to take up for Kate for a minute. Because they were like, they asked her and Miranda to juggle clubs and they, Failed because that's probably hard. Yeah, juggling's hard to begin with. Period. So like clubs fuck me up, and then for Lizzie to be like the better than them, they gave her a goddamn ribbon on a string, and they were like, "Look how great she is." Those two cannot be the same. But it also wasn't great. That's my point. Great, it was fine. But like I just I remember I remember it being so amazing. Yeah. So when I turned on the episode, I was like, I can't wait to see this, and I'm like. Oh, it is not as good as I remember. The show is as good as I remember, if not better. That scene is just like, ooh. Yeah, I dragged Lizzie through the fucking coals, man. I'm sorry, but like, that was so stupid. And I hated that they were like, Kate and Miranda suck because they didn't juggle clubs, but look at Lizzie. Lizzie never juggled those goddamn clubs. (laughs) They gave her ribbons and hula hoops, and they were like, look how much better she is than you. So yeah, that one was ridiculous. Um, that's the one that I that's the thing that I remember like I I didn't watch a lot of episodes yeah but that's the one that I'm just like I I literally cannot I am deceased but one that I knew I had to rewatch as an adult was the uh them going for a bra (laughs) I want a bra we want a bra I remember I okay so as an adult like I remember being a kid and that stuff being the most embarrassing thing in the world like growing up 
But watching it as an adult, it's so, like, no one fucking cares. They're so embarrassed. Like, they run into their teacher and stuff. Like, like they're so embarrassed. Well, also, running into teachers is weird. It is weird. But they're, like, mortified. And he, you can tell, because he's an adult, has, is paying no mind. Zero like, What section of the store they're in. Or, like, he doesn't care. Well, here's the thing, too, with me, though. Not a conversation I ever had with a parent was about bras. But I also never had boobs. Fair. So, like, it just never was, like, a, oh, my gosh, I have to, like, go do this. Like, this is so embarrassing. It just, I think I I don't even remember buying my first bra. I don't really either. I mean. And now I don't even wear them. It wasn't. I remember how, like, or from watching it, like, the mom is all like, oh, this is such a moment. And that's cute. I don't feel like that ever happened for me. I think mine was just like a necessity, like, cause they just, they came in real hot and my mom was just like, I got it. We'll take care of it. And, and I mean, I remember like being measured once, but my mom did it. Like I didn't go to a store and do the whole shit. Like I got measured once Yeah. when I was, when I was older, oh. uh, Victoria's secret. Mm. And she was like, yeah, we don't, we don't have a size here for you. <laughs> yeah, and would. I was like, you right. They would have said that to me too. Well, because uh, yours was Bert. Mine was too small. Anyways, Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. Um, but no, so that one was like one that I wanted to rewatch. Um, and it's one where I, I, I'm i sure as a kid when I watched it, I was like purely identifying with Lizzie and Miranda. I felt so bad for the mom. I don't know if you remember what happened in that episode. Mm-hmm. But like they, they go and then they get embarrassed because she's there. And then... She, Lizzie's like mean and says like leave us alone like we don't need your help whatever and the mom's really cool about it she's like okay I'll go to the food court here's forty dollars which by the way that wouldn't even get you one cup today and just find me when you're done but you can tell how much it hurt her feelings because she wanted to be there well and I understand maybe she was being too much like as it like relating to the teens like I get it but there are way better ways that Lizzie could have said that. She yeah, but she didn't. No. I know. And I know that that's part of it. And she apologizes later and it's all cute. But I just, that's the difference. And like watching it now, I was like, that's mean. Don't be so mean to your mother. Well, there was another episode where she was like mean to her mom. The camping episode. She was supposed to like be one of the, or I think the dad was supposed to watch or something chaperone Chaper- yeah thank you chaperone cool. but like the mom was chaperoning she was like oh you're so embarrassing yeah and i'm just like whatever yeah like it's i don't know i know that being a, it's like your parents are so embarrassing or whatever but like i don't know as an adult i i just like be nicer to them it's like for that kind of especially her parents Right, they were fucking amazing. Yeah, they loved each other. They loved them. They were they, nice. They, they had wanted they to talk to you. jobs. You know, yeah. they like put a roof over your head and cared about you. Didn't seem to do drugs. Smart and kind and yeah. you know capable. There was um, there was one thing. This is totally kind of off subject, but just on the parenting part of it, I took a picture of it because I have the captions on. You know, on I TV. also have the captions on. I can't I can't hear without reading. Me neither. It's weird. Um, <laughs> but they um. They came home late, Lizzie and Matt, and the mom was, like, yelling at them for, for not coming home on time. And she goes, you know, when those streetlights go on, you have to come home. And I was like, that is the most, like, 90s and early 2000s thing I've heard in a while. Because that's what it was like. It was just yeah. like, you have to be home. Well, I don't know like- if my mom ever said when the streetlights, but it was, like, before dark. Right. And it was, like, when it was dusk, it was like, you gotta come home. Yeah. And that's when the streetlights went on, you went home. And before that, I could have been anywhere. <laughs> it's a different no, time. I don't walk anywhere. 
I, I walked home from school once. Yeah. Did That's you? crazy. Yeah, now it's like... I would never. Insanity. Yeah, ew, walking. And people have like trackers on their kids and shit. I mean, I would. Uh, no, I understand why. I'm not yeah. saying it's a bad thing, but it's just so different because te- that kind of technology wasn't... No, so, there weren't cell phones. No, and even if we did... Like, I had a track phone at one point, but it wasn't like my mom was relying on it to... No. It was just like a Hail Mary. Right. You know, and I was a latchkey kid, so she needed something to, you know, that time between bus and home, home landline. Yeah. Yeah, I had I had a cell phone... Because, um, just to call my grandma when I needed to be picked up from yeah. after school, like, extracurricular stuff that I did. And that's the only reason I had a phone. I remember I went, because I had it, and I only made it, I only used it to play the games on it. Yeah. And to call her. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't use it for anything else. And I went somewhere with choir, because we had, like, a competition. And someone had texted from first the group time. the first time. And I'm like, the fuck is this? Oh my God. And I was just like, how'd you do that? Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, oh, it's a text. Or it's like a, a like a message. And it's just like 25 cents a text or something. Yeah. I'm just like, oh. So like witchcraft. We, crazy. Yeah. See, I had a track phone. So I had to buy like the minutes yeah. from Walmart. Um, and I had to pay for it. And I said I wanted it. But my mom only, I think, let me get it because I started... I would go to my grandma's house after school, but then she moved. Mm. So I was going home after school when I was like in fifth or sixth grade, um, which is, you know, maybe 11, 10, 11. She wanted to make sure I was safe in case anything happened because we had no like family or anything around anymore right. after that. So it was just in my parents' work. So I would go straight home after school. I was a latchkey kid. So that's the only reason I was ever allowed to get one. And it was, you know, it was a track phone, big old Nokia, or I think it was a Motorola, but you get it. I played Snake. Yeah. And so good at snake would call, and then I nobody else had a phone or any. It wasn't like now, no. Um, and if people did have phones, it was like that. So I feel like, like when it really got into all of that was college. It I was, mean, it was like the end of high school is probably like my senior year where it really became like this whole thing. But I don't think I had a smartphone until I was like a junior or a senior. I had and a smartphone was not what it is now no i remember i blackberry oh yeah. shit remember when you accidentally go to like the uh internet and you have yeah. to like clear out real oh, quick because yeah, it's like you'll get charged yeah because internet it wasn't a thing no, on your phone not. no it was literally just to like play games text yeah. a call that was I, it I and you had like to pay three minutes after 7 p.m Good call time. me after seven yeah yeah i think my senior year i had a razor Ooh, i was time. a cool kid and then it wasn't until either the end of my senior year or going into college that I got like my first like touch screen like smart and it was the it was an android phone yeah so it was I had an HTC Evo that's what my oh, okay. was. HTC those. Evo those. yeah 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 anyways Lizzie Lizzie Sorry. shit now no, I'm thinking about now I'm just thinking about phones yeah so I I so did fun. make a list in my notes okay tell me tell me about your list some of the nostalgia okay. that I noticed that really made me feel some type of way um most of it's fashion. Yeah. Um, but one was the landlines and three-way calling. Loved it. They would be I did like, that all the time. Yeah. But like the secret three-way calling mm-hmm. where like, hey, do you like this person? Yeah. And there's like, not really. And I was like, okay, bye. And then like, yeah. I can't believe he doesn't like me. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Those were the good old days. Yep. Also the, I think it might be the first episode, first or second, but they, uh, Lizzie Miranda 
get on AIM and they're on these big old Dells and they're yeah. all with the big chunky keyboards. And I never had one in my room. I didn't have my room. We had a computer room. We had the, it was in the basement. Uh, ours was in the dining room. Okay. Yeah, ours was in the basement. And so I'd go down there and get hypothermia for hours. Well, grandma limited my time because it took up the phone line. Yeah. So I could only go on for an hour a day. It maybe it was a limit, but it wasn't like a set. Like I wasn't on a timer or something. It was just like certain times I was allowed to be on there. And then it was like, okay, you got to stop. Like come up for dinner or whatever. Like normal kid shit. It wasn't like, okay, time's up. Like how the iPads for kids today will lock up and shit. Oh shit, what? Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. But it wasn't like that. No. It was just like, hey, fucking get off. You're done now. Yeah. And, you know, we just didn't spend all that. I mean, I would like to be on there as much as I could. Well, yeah, duh. You got to chat with people. Yeah. You had to put away messages that were like music lyrics and quotes and stuff. Yeah. BRB with little emoticons. Yeah, they had their little chat and it was like a chat back and forth for Miranda. And I was like, this is, I love this. This is just reminding me of them good old days. Like, it was so good. I miss it. Um, chunky flip-flops. Ugh. They had, they I had the black ones. Me too. I had the black ones. I had a pair of pink ones. I loved butterfly clips. Oh, yeah. Hair pom-poms. Fucking Miranda's hair every oh, episode. Oh, always. So Slay. awesome. So good. Um, Lizzie's hair crimped. It wasn't good crimp like I do. It was like crimped. in your, like when I crimp it, like I go brush it out. Brush it out so it looks more Back natural. Then, you didn't, brush, you didn't it out. brush that shit out. You didn't want it to look and natural. And the crimper machines then were like super close together. Yeah. So it just like crimped. Crimped. She had these one it was in the Aaron Carter episode which we will talk about. But the it was crimps and then swirlies. Uh-huh. I know she had that fucking Conair thing <gasps> that did multiple. Do you remember the Conair um, that like twisted your hair and put beads in it. The hair wraps. I had that. I had it. Never figured out how to use it. Oh shit! One time I did, almost destroyed my fucking hair. Yeah, because if you go too far, it's gonna cause a knot. Yeah, and that's kind of what happened to me. So I had one, never figured out how to use it. Biggest regret of my adolescence. And then also like the glitter that you could put in your hair, yep. oh. and like, ugh. Such good times. Now it's just like, oh, I just have to look at my normal hair. Yeah. We should fucking fuck it up. We should We should fucking fuck it up, guys. We should fuck it up. Fuck up my hair. Do it. I did trim my hair yesterday. Oh, it looks good. Yeah, because I it, it was looking pretty rough. Because yeah. it's been like two years since I got a haircut. Mine's, I need somebody to but do there's, the dead I, ends. Well, I thought I got the majority of the dead ends, but I definitely did not. It's rough. You um, can't ever tell. Oh, this is one very specific thing. Okay. And I wrote it at the very top of my list in block letters. When I was a kid, and especially in middle school, I did not want to have a backpack. I was like... Absolutely not. Fuck a backpack. It's not cool to have a backpack. I And I was... I don't understand until recently why I didn't want a backpack. Lizzie McGuire never had a fucking backpack. She had messenger bags. Uh-huh. Or she just carried a little purse. I don't know where her books were. In her locker. I guess. Right? But I think I didn't want to wear a backpack because Lizzie McGuire didn't wear a fucking backpack. And if Lizzie's not doing it, I ain't doing it either. I remember it was like end of elementary going into middle school. Yes. The rolly backpacks. Yes. So like I have to have a rolly backpack. Everyone has a rolly backpack. And then it was... 
the um like Hollister and Abercrombie bags. Yeah, these were like a big tote bag. That a big tote totes were the thing. So I was totes my goats. I had to have it yep. because I needed to be popular. Same here. Same here. I just thought it was the most like abhorrent, horrible thing I could do to wear a backpack. Like a fucking person. Now I wear a backpack to work. I would wear a backpack every day. It seems comfortable and, and sensible. But like think about the lounge flies. Those are purse they're purse yeah. backpacks. And yeah. people love a lounge fly. I think they're great. Um, but yeah, I love I, I have a couple of dedicated to not wearing a backpack as a child. And I, so I did messenger bags and I did the big totes and frankly, no wonder my spine is so goddamn crooked. Yeah. I'm over here like, uh, you know, like we had big old textbooks and shit, but that's why. Cause Lizzie, I noticed Lizzie McGuire never has on a backpack unless it's little and, and transparent. The little see-through backpacks that I love, but like that was it. So, I'm really blaming Hillary Duff for my spine issues. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I will expect a check. You need some compensation. For I need that. some compensation. So that was one really, really specific thing. I did not notice that. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, we should talk about the Aaron Carter episode. I want candy. Do do do. I loved it. I want candy. By the way, I'm, I added I want candy to my Christmas playlist. Because it was the Christmas episode. Oh, you're right. It's a Christmas song. Okay. At me. I mean, you eat candy during the holidays. Yeah, and I want it. I want know, it girl, in the morning time. Sweet. Want it in the sun. I don't sunshine. know. Sunshine. But no, so that's obviously one of the most iconic, like Lizzie McGuire episodes. It was adorable. I don't remember. Like, I remember it, but I, I couldn't tell you details. Okay, so, like, the general premise is they find out that Aaron Carter, who is. So cute and so talented, and he's only 13, <laughs> which is what they say. And Gordo keeps saying, this would probably be more exciting if I was a 13-year-old girl. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. He ain't wrong. They find out he's filming a music video in their town, and they try to sneak in. Right. The whole time, though, the dad has backstage passes for Right. Them. And I remember that. he's trying that. to get them the backstage passes, but they just keep, like, missing each other. You know, sitcom hijinks. And um, so they sneak onto the set, and eventually they meet uh, Aaron's manager, mm-hmm. and they're like, she's like, I'll let one of you meet him. That would never happen. No. Um, and then Lizzie offers to let Miranda be the one to meet him, because she's a good friend, right? But then Lizzie, she, and Miranda meets him, it's great, whatever, and then Lizzie forgets something in the room, so she's like, I'm just going to run back and get it. And then he opens the door, and he's like, is this yours? And then he's like, Merry Christmas, Lizzie McGuire. And there's mistletoe. And he kisses her. And <laughs> then they're in the music video. And that's pretty much the whole episode. But it's so cute. And I think the, mo- the thing I remember the most is the outfits. The silver. Oh, yeah. I thought See, it's it's were... been it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've seen that. The silver. He wore that silver, like, puffer jacket. Yes. And she, Lizzie, wore, like, silver pants and a crop top. And I remember just thinking that silver clothes are going to be it. The way of the future. It, it was in Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Yeah, it was in all these shows and movies, but it never actually fucking caught Did you on. not see what recently came out at Target no, within I the past, like, in a while. month? No, what? Silver pants and a silver jacket. It was, fucking, it was fucking Xenon. Oh my god. I mean, they're not there now, but oh, they were. Courtney, like, last tell month. tell me when it happened? I'm, I don't remember. I'll show, show you. you. I'll show you. New rule. If you ever see any Xenon-esque outfits out in the wild, 
Call me immediately. As soon as it sounds like zoom, 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 Chicago, boom, boom, but no, like the, there was a lot of that in the like on TV and stuff, and I think we all thought it was like really gonna catch on. I would love that. You know what episode really like, and I didn't even watch it when I rewatched it, but that really like is still instilled in Stuck my head. In the brain, yeah. Yearbook pictures. Ooh, yes, I rewatched that one. And then how she had to wear the sweatshirt that her like grandma gave her that she yeah. hated for Christmas. With the unicorn. Yep. Because and she had like this really cute sweatshirt or shirt on and then got paint all over during painting class. Yeah. And she was like, oh no. I remember that so vividly. Yeah, her jumping in front of the paint. And then but she jumps in front of the paint because Kate and Miranda are wearing the same outfit Mm -hmm. and kate tries to get some dude to throw paint on miranda yeah but she saves it because she's such a good friend best friend ever she really they really were she took one for the team took one for the team yeah it was really a great depiction of friendship i Mm -hmm. think you're listening to 30 dirty and dying if you're in your late 20s and your early 30s and don't quite feel like an adult but you certainly don't feel like a kid anymore you may have found the right podcast Every week we wade through our own existential crisis and figure out what life is supposed to look like on this side of 30 and relive some of our favorite memories from years gone by. We'd love to have you along for the ride, so make sure you follow and find us on social media at 30DirtyAndDying to keep up with what we're doing next. Another one that I think is, after rewatching it recently, totally fucking holds up. The Night of the Day of the Dead. Loved that episode. So good. So it's Halloween and spooky and we love the spooks but i'm telling you it's i think the best like disney channel halloween episode of like that era oh yeah it's so good it's so good it's so good because it's like you learn about day of the dead yeah which is important heritage yeah multicultural studies we love it um and they scare kate and it's actually spooky and the costumes are so good and i just i always remembered liking it Mm -hmm. but rewatching it it holds up I was still, like, laughing and being totally into it as an adult, so it holds up. I always love a Halloween episode. I feel like it's right up there with, um, and then there was Sean. From <gasps> like, those are so Oh, cool. I love episodes. that episode. So good. And it's right up there. Oh, and then, I, I rewatch that all the time. All the time. It's such a good episode. I rewatch Boy Meets World all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, once every few months. I was watching a TikTok where they were going... Um, where they're talking about like the top five like most controversial characters that like everyone thought were great, but they're actually like, kind of really shitty. And Corey Matthews was number one on their list. But if you think, because he they, he while he was a good person, he only cared about himself. Yeah, he was selfish. As fuck. He he was selfish and like would do things because he thought it was best and didn't take anyone else into account. Yeah, um, especially to Sean. Yeah, and then I remember Angela once in one of the episode art like called him out on it and was like, "We're not friends. You've never been cool to me." Like, and he was devastated, but it was, she was right. He yeah. he wasn't. He was just thinking of what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I know it's like one of the greatest love stories of our generation or whatever. Corey Topanga, wild relationship. Like, Topanga. not, does not stack up. You know what I mean? Like, could be Twilight. <laughs> no. Okay. Absolutely not. I'm not gonna say You cannot, you cannot sit be. there and tell me that Corey and Topanga falling in love since elementary fucking school is gonna be the same as someone falling in love in I said could be. No. I said could be. Because... You mean could not be, ever. No, no, I mean could be. No. I didn't say it was. I said it could be because of how, like... He gaslights her? Yeah. And how, like, weirdly committed they get. 
and they got weirdly committed because they knew each other their whole lives. I know, but that doesn't just say we talked about it before. I'm not saying you can't be in love and fall in love because you have to get married while you're in college. She proposed. I'm not. I'm not blaming Corey for it all. I'm bl- I just don't. I think it's, I'm just saying, as an adult, it's not the best relationship dynamic. Honestly, Angela and Sean should have been Endgame. Yes, that is the true tragedy. I'm. I love Corey and Topanga. I'm not saying that. I just mean. With a slightly different perspective, <clears throat> that relationship could look really fucked up. You know what I mean? That's I all I'm saying. But it's nothing. It is nothing compared to Twilight. I didn't say it. I said it could be. It could not be. Okay. All right. There's other bad relationships out there that it could be representative of, but cannot be Twilight. Okay. All right. That's where I draw the line. All right. Line drawn. I can see where it can be controversial. Speaking of relationships, it's obviously implied after the Lizzie McGuire movie that Lizzie and Gordo get together. Do we love that or do we hate that? I shipped it. I like it. I think it was good, you know? Yeah. Although he the, it's 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 like um it's like a Kim Possible raw unstoppable. Yeah. Like friends to lovers. Yeah. I love a friends to lovers. I too, but I also sometimes I with the friends to lovers, which we didn't have to really deal with this. Which is good. Yeah. I mourn the, the friendship. Because they had such a good friendship. They yeah. They were such good friends. But they can still be good friends and lovers. And maybe they were. Mike's my best friend. Yeah. Maybe they were. But that's harder when you're children. Yeah. You know. Um, but I'm glad that they never, like, put that too much into the show. Like, right. If there had been another season and they're in high school. And I'm just glad we got to. I love that they were, like, the best of friends. And it's cute. They had, like, the crush thing. Yeah. But it not fully realized. It's just nice. I just, it's a nice little bookend to a good story. They didn't, like, ruin it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's definitely Des- terrible that Miranda wasn't in the last bit of the show. Yeah. That's not what dreams are made of. No. She should have been in the movie and everything. Was there a reason that she wasn't? I don't know. I looked up a little bit last night, but I, I didn't I didn't go in depth. But I, I, I think, like, contract shit, maybe? Mm-hmm. I think she just wasn't in it anymore. What was, like, in the show and in the movie, what was the reason she wasn't in it? So like the last what... few episodes of the show, which I told you before we got on here that it was, like, out of order and stuff. Yeah. But for the actual, like, end of the story arc, she wasn't in, like, the last five or six episodes, I think. And um, it was, like, Miranda's sick. Miranda and her family are vacationing in Mexico. Miranda's this. Miranda. Like, they just uh, okay. kind of threw weird ones in there. Okay. And then in the movie... Because I don't remember why she couldn't go to the trip i think in the movie it was that they that she was like out of they weren't in the country like they were in a like they were visiting family or something oh okay um it was that or that she was sick still that they threw in one of those weird ones Mm. but yeah it had to be contract shit i would assume yeah because i feel like i saw her in like one other thing but i don't fully remember i mean i'm sure she's done stuff she did music for a while she was in a tv movie called you wish in 2003 okay so that would kind of line be right up with that. The end. So maybe it was just a conflict of. Um, she was in EZA. Yeah, she was in there. It's like a cameo. She ran up for a minute. She was gossipy girl. Yep. Did you know that she uh, was a writer? No. But and that's cool. was on the soundtrack of things. No, because really she sang. That. Yeah, she wrote uh, "Off the Clock," a TV series. She was oh. a writer on that show. The excuse for her not being in the movie is that she is with her relatives in Mexico City. Gotcha. That's what they say in the film. Lelaine missed out on... This is from Screen Rant. Uh, Lelaine missed out on several episodes of the last season and the movie because she left the show to pursue a music career. 
Mm. Uh, she was doing tours with Radio Disney. Oh, shit. And in 2003, released her debut album with them. So, just uh, conflicts, I guess. She left the show to do that. Hmm. I mean, you know, whatever. You gotta do you. Disney was all about having them sing. Yeah. That's why um, uh, Cole and... Dylan Sprouse. Dylan and Cole Sprouse. So, because they knew that they were all about people, like becoming famous with like singing and like dancing and all that shit yeah. they purposefully did not like dance well like so on the shows like make... when they had like any type of dance anything on the shows yeah. they purposefully fucked it up so that they wouldn't get, so that like... they could not be scalped to do any of that honestly stuff. i get it i get it like not everybody wants to be a triple fucking threat some people just want to act and do comedy and some people just want to sing and dance like you know, that sucks that the kids felt so pressured. We should, I would love to talk about, like, I mean, we obviously don't have experience as child actors, no. but I think it would be interesting to look at, especially the difference between Disney and Nickelodeon. Yeah. Especially because, like, I've seen, like, I've um, read a couple, like, I read the one with uh, Jeanette McCurdy. I read the Josh Peck one. Right, their bio- autobiographies. Yep. And it's interesting. Yeah. Well, and you hear it a lot, right? The child star thing. And there's always a lot of pressure to like be a certain kind of way. And then you grow up and it gets weird. Mm-hmm. Like internally, I'm sure pressure from the industry. So there's, there's a lot there. Yikes. Yikes. Um, well, final thoughts about Lizzie. It's a great show. Wonderful. Honestly, rewatch it. I would really recommend Have your kids watch it because yeah. honestly like I feel like kids shows these days like aren't to the level of like like honest authenticity. Yes. I would it's all you. drama or all like just dumb like it's not going to teach you anything. Maybe. I don't really know much. Like I have obviously heard of Coco Melon uh which Bluey amazing. I watch Bluey. It's total side note really quick though. Yeah. I've seen there was that meme thing going around for a while that was like I'm not a Coco Melon parent. You're going to sit down and watch the Twilight Saga. <laughs> and I love that. Um, and it makes me think of my parents. Except my mom was like, I'm not a Teletubbies parent. I wasn't allowed to watch Teletubbies. <gasps> I loved Teletubbies. I was Tubbies. not allowed to watch Teletubbies. And I'm fine with that. Uh, but she was like, I'm not a Teletubbies parent. You're going to sit down and watch the Rocky movies with me. <laughs> and I love them. So, like, I, it makes me think of my mom, but just, like, a different time. It was wonderful. I was a Teletubbies. I was not a it's Teletubbies. It's very much obvious. I was it? watching Rocky. I was... I never watched Rocky. You were yelling, Tinky Winky, Lala. I was yelling, Adrian. Adrian! That's it! Tinky Winky, Dipsy. Adrian! Lala. Poe. You're gonna po. eat lightning and you're gonna crap thunder. Time for Tubby Bye Bye. Is it time for Tubby Bye Bye? Should we... Should we go? Shall we tell you bye-bye? I think we should tell you bye-bye. Is is that how they say goodbye? I really don't know. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, yeah, I would say rewatch Lizzie McGuire. Have your kids watch it like you said. Rewatch Teletubbies. <laughs> Honestly, rewatch whatever you fucking want. Yeah, but I'd highly recommend Lizzie. Lizzie McGuire. I do too. I, I'm going to be honest. It's I, wholesome. And when I was rewatching it, like, for this, I was a little bit like, um... How cringy is it going to be? Well, but also, like, I've been watching a show that I'm very into right now. Uh, so I was like, I gotta stop watching the show I've been, like, religiously watching. What are you watching? Peaky Blinders. Oh, I finished Chicago Med, did I tell you that? Did you? No. I mean, it's fine. It's honestly, COVID just fucks shit up. Yeah. For all of those medical shows. It's just downhill from there. Yeah, um, no, Peaky Blinders is, like, they're, like, gangsters. It's, like, street gang, and, like, it's so good. It's very dark and dramatic and violent. Not Lizzie McGuire. No, so I took (laughs) a break So you had to get off that. Yeah, so I was like, this is gonna be 
I'm going to not have a good time. Like, I've been so invested in this other show that's so different. I had a great time. It's a, a great time. a couple of hours rewatching within the watch, you know? So I would recommend. Yeah. Or if you just want your kid to watch something that's, like, good, Fun, authentic, relatable, cute. Yeah. Butterfly clips. Wholesome. Oh, yeah. I hope you guys like this episode and tell us what you want us to relive next. Because we keep doing it. See you later, guys. Bye.